uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us to the Most High Bosom. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us. I want to thank all my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. And I want to thank all my other state people for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Sugar down, sugar down. Sugar down, down. Sugar down. Sugar down. Sugar down. Hey, y'all, what's up? I had something that I want y'all to listen to, man. Some of y'all is continuing not trying to believe what's going on. But now these people got some slick stuff that's going on. How they gonna try to turn this money upside down? And y'all that running after that paper money, y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all better get all the resources y'all can from that paper money for after a while it's going to be gone. This is what y'all ain't trying to figure out. This is what y'all not thinking about. So the UK is currently the head of the G7 group. UK. That's the world's most economically advanced countries. And the UK currently chairs the UK. G7 group. Our chancellor, who does our economy, called Chancellor of the Exchequer, his name's Rishi Sunak. He put out this video saying that um, what they want to do is bring in this uh, thing called the central banking digital currency. They want to replace fiat paper money with digital money as a competitor to Bitcoin and crypto money, right? But instead of being 
a decentralized currency, it will be controlled by a government. It's digital currency, but controlled centrally through the banks, Bank of England. So instead of having a bank account with whatever, HSBC or Bank of America, you'll have a bank account directly within the American context with the Fed. In the UK, directly with the Bank of England. You have a personal bank account, and you're given digital money in that bank account. These are called central banking digital currencies. The Chancellor of the Exchequer in the UK has already announced their intention to do this as the G7 group. And these, uh, if you look up... Um, this sounds terrifying. If you look up uh, the Telegraph newspaper... Uh, central bank digital currency. Uh, currency that, is that the one down below? Digital currency should be programmable. See that one there? Yeah. Now, what yeah. they're doing is they're saying... You know, everyone knows that with inflation at over 5%, it's now 5.4%, right? Uh, our fiat money, the paper money, is increasingly becoming worthless, and we're headed towards a big disaster. They, the Fed wants to raise interest rates. But we're in so much debt that if you raise interest rates, people are going to suffer because everyone, the, the, you know, we're living on debt as Western economies. So they realize that this kind of the lifespan of paper money is fast coming to an end because of the 2008 economic crash in particular. So they're bringing in these central banking digital currencies. Why is that word programmable in there? So what they said in that article and the, and the chance to put a video out saying this as well, they said that this money that you would earn from work, instead of having paper money, you have this digital money. It's programmable so that you can't buy certain foods or if you do something that your employer doesn't like, it's all in that article. You won't be able to spend your money. In other words, it's not money. They're vouchers. They're like food vouchers. And they can be programmed so that, like the Chinese social credit system, that if you try and use them on a certain thing, it won't work. You say you want to buy a burger and they want you to buy bugs, which is one of the examples used. If you start to try and buy unhealthy meat, it just won't work. You tap, you tap your card, you can't buy the thing because you've met your quota that month of burgers. You have to buy something like a, a vegan meal. So it won't just be money in the sense of the way we have dollars or pounds today. Yeah. It'll be something that's controlled in terms of your ability to distribute it. Which is why I'm calling it a voucher. It's a coupon. But even a coupon, if you have a coupon to buy bread, yeah. you can still buy the bread. Yeah. Like, there's but no... you can't buy... See, that coupon to buy bread, what you can't do is buy a burger with that coupon. It's for bread. Right. Yeah? Right. Do you feel like you're sounding the alarm? Yes. For people that don't understand what was going on. So, here, I'll pull it up for you here, yeah? So, there's the video. The group of the world's seven most advanced economies, the G7, is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside... Right, so that's the guy who runs our economy in the UK. His name's the Chancellor of the Exchequer, and here is the article... Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming, yeah? And here's a quote from the article. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. Holy I'm going to take it one step further for you, Joe, right? So the checkpoint Charlie exists everywhere. They bring in digital banking, central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go using vouchers that are programmed and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system. So what they are telling us, and when I say they, who's they? People in power. That's the head of our economy, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, second most powerful person other than the Prime Minister and maybe the Foreign Secretary in the UK, right? He's telling us, I just played it there for you, he's telling us that's what he, as the UK, the head of the G7, want to bring in for the G7.
And if I'm speaking to you the way I'm speaking now, and my employer or government, you heard that in the quote directly, yeah, deems me as saying or doing something inappropriate, suddenly I can't actually pay to come here and speak to you anymore. My, my digital currency won't even pay for the ticket because it will be known that I'm coming to speak to you. Sorry, your, your vouchers don't allow you to purchase that ticket to go and speak to John. And this is where we get into the kind of censorship that we see in social media that is not... You can't have that kind of censorship with the First Amendment in, in, in normal discourse. See, y'all, these people playing the fi- flam flam. You heard Great Britain and them playing that little slam slam. Why are these people doing this, y'all? Why are they trying to control us? Well, my, that's why I keep on trying to tell y'all. The Bible said, don't let that dollar bill be y'all God. Most of y'all that went for the trick trick hat and the ones that's, you know, on the fence, you better watch out. You see, these people, as long as you're following that money, then they, 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 they got you. When you ain't following that money, then they got to follow another plan. So y'all got to give them another plan. Y'all got to come up with not following this money and how you going to haggle between each other to survive. Because if they doing like this, who, like, you know, half of us, we're not walking on no eggshells to get no couple of dollars that they could take back and can't be and, and sucking on somebody's boot just to live. Who going to do that? Only cows and people, people who don't, you know, who with low self-esteem will do that. Come on, family. Think about it, man. Rewind this and hear what these folks saying, man, and what they doing. All this implementing great bread, then they trying to bring it up because y'all got to think about this, this. This Caucasian, these are what the Caucasian people are doing. They got all these tricks hats from every nation coming up with some old fluke fluke and seeing which one gonna work to oppress all the masses. And he told you all the people that was in power that responsible for all this, and half of y'all smart enough who know what it is. And he gave y'all the little nugget and whatever. Those are the people that y'all need to be out there woofing and looking and checking out. Asking questions, spying on them, and seeing what's going on with them. But we so too much, we too much involved with mush mush, who did this, who did that in the world. But we and that's just something to, to get our minds off what they doing behind the screen. Now, we need to start keeping our, our mind off what's in front of the screen and keep our minds on what's behind the screen. Once we start keeping our minds what's behind the screen, then we can see what's going on and, and, and modify what's going on so we can correct it. That's what we got to do, y'all. Because this is not going to work. I know the black man and black woman is not going into slavery. They ain't going no more. Only cowards, only the cowards will. And I know the native Indians, they're not going back. I know the, the Mexican Latinos, they're not going back. They got cowards, but the rest of them, the dogs ain't going back. So these people know this. And they got everything implemented. And they got these cowards sitting up here, Uncle Tom, and, you know, saying something about your, saying something about, you know, trying to get you, 
you trying to make a good move and you got an Uncle Tom going to your enemy telling. You got to watch those dudes. We got a whole bunch of them out there. Y'all got to watch those dudes. He can be to the right of you. He can be to the left of you. He can be in front of you. He can be in back of you. Y'all got to watch him, man. Those the people that y'all got to watch. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. It abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights. And keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed, and all we can do is give them a ticket. You have to decide what level of force is required to remove them and whether or not it's legal. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. It abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Hey, y'all. <clears throat> I got something else I want y'all to listen to. I think it's very much to see if it's true or not. Now, he's saying going to a website and and pull up um, un, un, unsomething deaf. You'll hear what he said. I want y'all to keen that in. Now, you type that in on your browser and see what it put pull up. A whole lot of people dying and stuff like that. And see if it's real, man. I want y'all to listen to everything he say this deep. It's a W-O-W, man. So we got to be we got to be on point, man. We got to be on point, family. We got to be on point. These people know. These people know. Who knows? The governments know. This has been well planned. This is Agenda 2030. This is the Great Reset. Somebody mentioned to go onto Google and go into the news section and then type in died suddenly. And lo and behold, here's a whole listing of people, of articles, of people within the, that last week who died suddenly. Older people, but a lot of younger people throughout around the world. He said, type in there the browser to see with the people who died suddenly. And there's a whole lot of people that have been dying suddenly. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's out there, but are we looking at that? And we sitting up here saying all these and thinking all this stuff. I want y'all to get this, man. I want y'all to get this. That's why I stopped it. So y'all can listen. 
and then you find out they were vaccinated. It's just there's something different about the blood. Something's causing this. Somebody needs to look into it. I talked to other embalmers that have 30, 40, even 50 years of experience. Have you guys ever seen this stuff before? And the answer was always, I've never seen anything like it. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. That's a 12-sigma event, one in 800 years, 12 standard deviations above the mean. No one's even calculated that. It's apocalyptic. <clears throat> Who knows? Young people are dying these days. This is different, this isn't normal. The dead can't speak for themselves, so therefore, I have to speak for them. This is the greatest orchestrated die-off in the history of the world. Okay, this is the comment I've been looking for right here. See, if you know, you know, right? The Vatican owns the United States Corporation Company under the guise of the U.S. government. The United States Corporation Company is a corporation. See, we like to say that it is a corporation to each other, but no, it actually is a corporation. A corporation that technically owns you. So the Vatican owns the corporation that owns you, the mini corporation, and they selling you on the stocks and bonds markets. This is not, this is not new knowledge. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a genius at this or whatever that I've known this for a long time. You know what I mean? But the reality is, is that if you know something, tell people. The Sister QV Trust of 1666, a lot of us are tied to that trust. Anybody that has a birth certificate in the United States has a... Uh, has a trust, right? Sister QV trust, you're a part of that trust, right? Which means they have a bond on you, which means they have insurance on you, which means they trade you. This is the exact trust that CPS, uh, uh, Child Protective Services, uses to take children out of their home illegally so that they can get the money for that trust. They get 300,000 uh, something per child that they take and they get it from the trust. This is real stuff. So if the people, the Vatican, who is out of the U.S. jurisdiction because the Vatican is uh, owns the United States Corporation Company, if they own them and they own you and they're taking their assets out of the systems that they created for your demise, what does that tell you? That means it's time to get serious, people. Now, as for the people, uh, we're talking about as for uh, African-Americans, right? Mislabeled as African-Americans. You all are mislabeled. You are the real Indians. You are the real Aborigine people of the Americas, right? The real Aborigine people. And so the time is now coming to where we're taking our land back. But you got to know who you are, what you are, that you're not a part of this U.S. jurisdiction. This stuff is real, folks. Right? This stuff is real. So we're going back to our old um, original governments. Everybody is. I'm not just talking about us in general. Everybody is a part 
of an aborigine government that they abandoned. And it's time to get back to it. For those who don't know what we up against, I want you to watch this whole video and then do research real quick. I got you. My son came to choir practice and said, why I gotta sing? I'm not even going to your school. This is a, a billionaire with the, a male billionaire with the face of Kim Kardashian. If he's saying that to me now, who is he at 16? Who is he at 26? By 26, he might be in jail because I can't say nothing to him. Because they took me out the house. Before we moved into Pruitt Igo, the welfare department came to our home. They talked with my mother about moving into the housing project, but the stipulation was that my father could not be with us. They would put us into the housing project only if he left the state. My mother and father discussed it and they decided that it was best for the 12 children for the father to leave the home. And that's how we got into the project. Pay attention, y'all. This is crazy. The welfare department had a rule that no able-bodied man could be in the house if a woman received so eight or independent children. If a man lost his job, he's looking for work. He still had to leave the home. And there was even a night staff of men who worked for the welfare department whose job was to go to the homes of the welfare recipients. And they searched to find if there was a man in the home. For those See, y'all need to think about that, y'all. That's why y'all do a lot of separation. Men against women, women against men, all that. You see how the, what made us have to disconnect in order, and we always in survival mode, and, and the man had to take a hard road to leave his family and so that their family can have a shelter over their heads and stuff like that. But... You know, when white men and white women, white women get onto that that stuff, they don't do that to them. That's why I say we so messed up. Y'all talking about this and that and that. We need to just put our difference aside and, and just go on clean slate and just work this thing out. Let the clowns be with the clowns and the real be the real, man. That's all it got to be. Because this is directing us. How, how we became a destroyed people and why we rotten and the world looking at us like we rotten, y'all. Come on, man. When I'm home chilling the world, I stay tuned to the Fame Podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to stay. We have the hottest podcast out there. Go get it. Better informative. When I'm home, Sheila, I'm always tuned in to say she has the hottest podcast out here.
When I'm home chilling the world, I stay tuned to the Fade Podcast. It's the hottest message out there. Hey y'all, when I'm at the spot just chilling, when I'm in my car just driving around, I always use the phase to keep it real. This thing was real. And that's one of the hottest podcasts around. I definitely suggest it. Check them out. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. These streets keep calling me. They don't want me to leave the life behind. Staring at stars, wishing I had the time. But my kids need food and my girl needs me. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free So baby, don't play me, I ain't no toy I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise And I'm a child that I'm bowing with all my boys I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy I'm just trying to make it, I'm an island boy Island boy, I'm an island boy Hey, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is FaZe. First of all, we want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, y'all. Knowing and unknowing. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High bosom. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh Shai, for doing doing all what you do for us. Knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank all my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it. But you did it anyway. Hey, y'all. I got a little small, small talk going on. I got a couple of guesses up here. I'm going to leave it this. Black men blowing in the wind. So we got some topics that I wanted to talk about. And first of all, I want to um, introduce you to my guest. That's There's No Stranger. First of all, go ahead on the mic. What's up, what's up, y'all? Y'all know who it is. G, chilling out here with Faze, Jeff. Hope y'all doing all right. Go ahead. How y'all doing today? This is Jeff, chilling with the fellas. About to get to some straight talk. All right, now. So, my my, my, my first question to y'all, I just want y'all opinion, what you think and how you feel. You know, everybody can, you know, share opinion. We can always agree to disagree on certain things. Um, what's, what's your fix on Kanye? How how the whole narrative is going down? Or do you know or do you see what's going down right now with Kanye? Go ahead, DG. Um, I think Kanye, the genius that he say he is, um, I feel like he misunderstood by many, and he also understood by many, but uh, I definitely don't think he's crazy. I think he has an agenda. I think he's telling the truth, and he's just doing it in a certain way which people not accustomed to, because people are so used to being lied to that truth don't even sound right no more. 
So uh, I'm definitely in line with with what Kanye on. That's just my opening statement about it. What you think about Jeff? <clears throat> Basically, I haven't really followed um, a lot of the controversy, um, but just my opinion on Kanye in general. Um, I mean, I think he has an agenda to do the things that he does. I mean, I'm not, honestly, I'm not a fan, so I really don't pay attention to him as much as others. So, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, he's going to do what he do. So, so my thing is, how about, um, this, for instance, you're a black man and you, and, and, and you may not go through people guidelines and they trying to set you back because they don't agree with your narrative. How how you feel about that? Because because you believe about something, somebody don't um don't believe what you want to believe and they trying to take your livelihood of it. How would you feel about that? Go ahead, DJ. I mean, uh Say, now, repeat the question one more time. I say, you see how, you know, Kanye stepped on a lot of toes. And right. and and as he stepped on his toes, those people that he stepped on his toes made him lose the his um, Adidas endorsements and other companies won't mess with him. They black, they blackwalled him. So why, why, so why are they always blackwashing black black man um, that means something, you know, strive to do better for their people. Because soon as he, because, well, here's the thing about it. They never blackball a man or these rappers or anybody for, you know, promoting, you know, black murder, black on black crime, selling drugs, treat degrading women. They don't never got a problem with you know, we talking about that, and um, that that's that's the main part that stands out. You know, when when black people dying, when they profiting off of our demise, it's all good. But as soon as you say, and that's, but as soon as you say the truth about them, it's a problem. So, um, yeah, that's it's amazing that. You can tell the truth about somebody and then they want to destroy your livelihood. Now, if you look at everything Kanye ever said, they never had a problem with nothing. Anything he said about his wife, uh, when he wore a white Lives Matter t-shirt, they wasn't trying to take his deal. Uh, anything he said about George Floyd, anything he ever said, they never tried to take any of his deals. As soon as he said something about the Jewish media, he didn't say Jewish people, he said the Jewish media, so the, basically the Jewish men who control that, he was being very specific about a group. He wasn't classifying the whole group as one. And as soon as he crossed that line, that's when they had a problem. So when you look at that, that's, that should tell you a lot. If you want to read between the lines, if you're good at reading between the lines, as soon as you see that, that should tell you a lot right there. What do you think about it, Jeff? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, once you once you speak um, negatively about you know the Jewish um, you know, media or Jewish people in general, um, 
you know, they're going to come after you. I mean, that's who basically controls a lot of, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the media. And, um, you know, if once you get in a position where you've, you know, spoken negatively about them, you know, that's, that's how they're going to come down on you. So, um, you know, that's the game that they've been playing for a long time. So, you know, Kanye, I think he really should have known that that was the case, but... Yeah, I, I mean, guess the data. The, the bad part about it is when you know black people when they say, "Oh, Kanye, quote unquote, lost his billionaire," that is because of certain things. And you know, you got black people being happy. Which, if you look at it in history, any time a black man ever talked too much or got or started touching on the truth, how many of them got killed? Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, even Tupac. Just the name three. So every time a black man voices his opinion, you know, it's a problem. Even in the workplace, a white man can make a mistake. And it's like, oh, okay, okay. Let a black man make that same mistake. And God dang it, this dumb N-word, you know, so you can't even make a mistake without it being amplified and magnified. So telling the truth can get you killed if you're a black man. Kanye West, he, he walking a fine line right now. Well, if he telling the truth doing God's work, then oh well. The Bible said, why inherit the, the world and lose your soul? He already a billionaire, damn near sniff, sniffing on it. And you know, so if he doing, if he doing what he's supposed to do, telling the truth, and letting people know the truth because you're responsible for it because he got a platform. So, you know, that's that's how he, you know, for me, that's how the most ideal in people his own way. But I got a twist and a turn I want you to think about. Me and Jeff was listening to it. We, we were showing it. We was living, we was living to, uh, what's his name, Kevin Samuel, right? And this chick, she, yeah, this chick had she had three babies, right? And she said she wanted the man with six figures. How you she feel? The man with six figures. Yeah. Okay, yeah. How you feel about that? These women delusional. The ones who say that, I'm not saying it's impossible because anybody can win the lottery. There might be a one in three hundred million chance, but still one so but you can't mismanage your life not know how to provide value to this kind of man you don't know how this kind of man thinks you gotta know at least 15 to 20 people who make $100,000 to even say you wanna you know be around that you know attract that kind of man you gotta be a certain kind of way that kind of man already got things in his head that he wants and a lot of times, just overall, it's, not, it's probably not going to be a woman with three kids talking about they want to this kind of man. So, yeah, she might be a little delusional. But you, she might hold her back from finding love. Yeah. What you think about that, Jeff? About the delusional of a woman talking about she got, she got three kids and she want a six-figure man and then... This man got to be this way, this way, this way, and this way. 
<clears throat> you know, a woman like that is going to, like Kevin Samuel said, she, he, she's going to die alone because there's no man making six figures going to take on the responsibility of three kids, somebody else's <laughs> kids. I mean, why would I, you know, you taking over somebody else's kids? So that means, like you said, what value are the kids bringing to you? You know, other than the fact that they bringing them, you know, they bringing themselves with them hand with their hand out. So, um, a woman like that will never get a man like that. Unfortunately, I mean, like you said, it could happen. It's, it's, there's, you know, like you said, there are lotteries, but I, I really doubt that that would ever happen. And um, you know, she better be happy with just getting bust down every couple weeks from some Pookie and Ray Ray. Hey, um, let me ask you a question real quick. When a woman, when a, what, what do a woman, is a woman value more when she's not have, is her, her values the same when she have children, when she don't have children and she have children, do her value increase or decrease? Depends. Tell sometimes me. the daddy, sometimes the daddy did. You feel me? You can't help that. No, but I said no, no. People, what is, I said the value of the woman, regardless of the situation, is the value of the woman when she, when she um have children, do her value increase or do her value decrease, regardless of the situation? Um. I don't think her value increase or decrease. I mean, I think her value decrease to the, the black people because she didn't produce a child. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say her value decreased because of the kids. Her value is based on her mentality and what value she brings. And I don't think uh, having the kids necessarily is going to diminish her value. It's going to be her mentality and how she moved with that child. You know, you might see, dang, boy, she a good mama. You know what I'm saying? And she know how to balance this and do this and do this. So that might make you say, you know, she a strong woman. That might that might make her more valuable in a man in a man's eye. But you might see her with children and she claims in the children. You know, they walking around here snotty nose and this and that. So, you know, I think a child will amplify if her value was higher or lower. I think it'll amplify it, but I don't think it's going to determine her value. How about you, Jeff? Is her value increase or decrease? Well, <clears throat> really a woman, a woman's value, a woman's more valuable, value, their, their value uh, more with, uh, when they're younger because they're more fertile and typically they don't have kids. When a woman when she does have kids and then she starts to age, you know, she's gonna, unfortunately, she's gonna lose value on the dating market. Now she's not, you know, as far as a good woman, she's not, you know, she doesn't lose the value, value of, of a good person, woman. individual. Yeah, she loses value in the dating market because when guys come along and they're looking for a woman, typically they're not looking for older women with kids. You know, especially, you know, depending on how much money a guy's making. If he's making, as you say, six figures, he's typically looking for a younger woman with no kids because he wants to be the one to have, you know, for her to have his 
his legacy as opposed to having someone else's legacy that he's got to come and take care of. So that's the reason why her 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 her, um, her value in the dating market goes down when she has a child and as she gets older. Do you agree or disagree with that, Don DJ? I can agree with that. I mean, it's basically a spin-off on what I said, but it's also the truth. Uh, you know, as far as value in that particular aspect of life, and you know, when you just consider in the dating market, then yeah, I agree with what you just said. So, so you saying that when a woman have a baby in the dating market, that her value is decreasing? I can agree with that because, I mean, especially if she want a six-figure man and all this stuff that they talking about out here. But so, um, so yeah. what, 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 and what, what, so a woman say, what, okay, I got a child, so what makes me decrease then? Examples. Can you give me examples? Well, like you said, when, you know, that, that example with <clears throat> what, what, increases in value with age and use there is nothing you know you can't use something over time and it increases in value that's how it is with a woman i mean the the cooch has been used she's getting (laughs) older you know where where does the value come you know where's that value you know now if she was young you know she was you know young and fertile and you know, she ain't had no miles on that thing. That value was higher, but so and that, that mean, car, that car got driven a lot over those years. <laughs> so I don't even, I don't care that it's a Benz. Yeah, it's still been driven. <laughs> and she yeah, said, see, "That's the difference between a man and a woman." Right. You know, a lot of men like bank, banking off what Kevin Samuel said. They meet, they reach, they financial peak. So when a woman is saying she want a man with this, this, and this, and this. That's going to be a man in his late 30s, you know, throughout his decade or 40s. That's going to be when a man is what everybody wants. But when a woman is what everybody wants, like, uh, just say she's young, she's uh, vibrant, she um, don't got a lot of miles on her, don't got a lot of baggage, and that's going to be a younger woman with no children. That's just where the value lies. Yeah, she's fit, you know, she's definitely, she's definitely fit. So, so when uh, so when a woman have a baby from that dude, the first dude that got her pregnant, he the one help her lose her value because when a woman have a baby, her body changes, her bones moves, you know what I'm saying. So when they get on the market, or especially when they had two, or two or three children, and when they get on the market, they want to be like a. a a female that's 29 years old. They want to have the value of a female that's 29 years old. But it, can they get a value of a female that's 29 years old with no child? You know, uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be to each to each his own. You know, uh, but in general terms, you know, uh, I don't control the standard. I don't make the rules. It's just what it is. Um, you know, you, it's gonna be hard to beat that. Um, a lot of times when a man get with a woman that has a child, then 
she got to divide her time and her, you know, energy, her all, every resource about her has to be something has to be allotted to raise that child. And if a man is not involved in that, just like when a lion come in to uh, take over a tribe in the jungle and he killed the old lion, a lot of times he killed all the cubs too. When he saw he take over one, the first thing he do is kill all the cubs. So there ain't no rules that we wrote. It's just a report. Because he ain't trying to, like he's trying to start his legacy, build his legacy. So that's, that's where the value part come in that we're speaking about. You know, a, a man who have a baby with a woman ain't gonna say he make her lose her value, but he he's the one that got the most value out of her. Yeah, yeah, he got the most value out. He took he took the most value out of her when he impregnated right. her, and that and, and that's what that's what women don't really realize. You know, they think because you know they had. And then, then, and then the fault is when uh, when you with a woman that don't have no children, she can invest a whole more, a lot of more time in you and energy. But a woman with children, she don't have but what two point five hours of time to deal with you because she got to raise some children. So how, you know how, how old? <laughs> so how how a value gonna be more? Then once you want a six-figure man or average man making 45, 45 or fifty thousand dollars a year. Well, <clears throat> the thing that a woman couldn't use, that you know, a woman can use to increase her value is being in shape. You know, being in shape, um, looking, you know, looking good. She doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, great looking in the face, but as, as long as she got a nice looking body. Guys will, you know, a guy will accept that. Um, so that that helps increase the value. Now you got a lot of women that don't that don't even, you know, the only time they see a gym is when they driving past it. So you know, they don't they're not trying to get out there and do nothing. They just want a man to accept them the way they are. That's just not going to happen. You know? No, no, I understand. If a woman had children, right, and then when she had a children, she go to the and then she, and then you look at it, and it never looked like she go, you know, she had any children. You know what I'm saying? Now you got a woman that looked like that, that she don't look like she have any children. You know, you know she taking care of herself and this and that and that. But most women, that's what I'm saying. Most women that have children by another dude, right? Then you know all that weight come on, all that extra extra come on. That's lessening her value on date. You know, like and piggyback on what Jeff said, to to, to for her to value herself, she had to be she had to have a great heart and a great personality, and that's got to be that's got to be a strong key. It's gonna be hard to go to the gym if you're looking for a man and you already got a child. Then that means you might be doing a lot, and you ain't gonna have too much time to go to the gym. You're gonna probably have a lot of stress with you. Uh, if you got a lot of time on your hands and, and you don't have it, and the father uh, of your child is not doesn't have at least joint custody, and, and you know he got to be very active, and you're not gonna have time to go to the gym. You're gonna be in survival mode. You're looking for a man that's six hundred thousand, uh, you know, a hundred thousand or more. He's not necessarily in survival mode. It's difference between you know living and being alive. Yeah, so you just living. You, it, it's going. It's kind of like 
you shooting for the stars with a slingshot. Living and surviving. It's a difference. You yeah. for somebody who's living, but you just surviving. But, but how you gonna get there? But this you know, is what rub shoulders with. Them. This is what I'm saying is, if a woman off gate, I'm looking for a man got six figures. Is that a type of woman you want to deal with? So that let me know she's very more materialistic. You know what I'm saying? So why why in my mind, if a woman out here say, I want a man because she don't want to love me as a man and enjoy me as a man and her, her man, you know what I'm saying? And embrace my manhood and embrace the, the things that relationship embrace is what I got going to make her happy. Don't give a damn how I feel. You know what I'm saying? It's going to make her happy. What do you think about that? Of course, it's still, that's still in the same, that's still in the same book of here. Delusional. I mean, it ain't necessarily about how we feel about it. It's just that the guys who, who they want, they the main ones who not going to gravitate towards that. They the main ones that got all of those options there. Just me speaking from a male's perspective, you know, working towards being that kind of man, I would just imagine a man with all that, you know, that income like that and the, that ability to live life like he wants to, he's probably not going to take her seriously. He ain't going to consider it, yeah. He ain't going to take her seriously because he got, because he can go, if he got a 45-year-old woman Right, and he, he got six figures and she done got on his nerves and they separated. He can go get a young girl because them young girls going to go for it. Right, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, <clears throat> you know, when you make that kind of money, you have options. And when you have options, <clears throat> you're not going to settle for the, bull, the, bottom, you know, the bottom of the barrel. You know, why would you? If you can, you know, if you can afford a Benz, why would you go and buy a you know, uh, a, a Hyundai or something like, well, you know, the, the bottom of the barrel, whatever car, you know, if you can buy the, you know, something that's, uh, you know, something that's nicer. So, um, that's, that's why, um, you're going to go get something that's dependable. You ain't going to get yeah. something that you got to fix. But, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. The women that are looking for the six figures, they're not dependable. You know what I'm saying? They're not dependable as drafting into a man, loving a man, um, doing those things that a man needs for a woman to do to, you know, keep him masculine, keep him focused, keep him strong, keep him vibrant. Well, if she, if she, if, a, if a woman is looking for a man like that and she's going to submit to him, then she's going, you know, then that's what she's going to do. She's going to do everything that she can for this man. I mean, she's submitting to him, so he's going to lead. She's going to get on his program, and you know that's how that's how it's going to be. If, if she's not willing to do that, then she won't get a man like that. It just won't happen. I mean, I think they go back to the amount of failure that you know subconsciously her mind. Um, you already got a child, and you're not with that man who you had a child with it that's good that's that's uh, considered a failure it's like i got a child with a woman and we're not together that's considered a failure on my part because me and her not 
So it'll go both ways, but it's just that I'm not a woman. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm steadily increasing my value and just being a good father adds to my value. So it's, it is a double standard. You know, a woman, she can't, they get back to the thing with Kanye, you know, it's a program that's being fed to us as a people. And I hate to say it, but it's, it's, it's mostly black women who think like that. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's, just, it's just got to be accepted that that's how they think. And it's really holding us back as a people because there's a lot of good men out here who, you know, make it forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and they get overlooked. And he's a great dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hard. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> let me ask you a question. I want you and Jeff give me your own definition of it. Since some women don't know, or some women ask, well, tell me, tell me what a good man is, then, so I can identify him. So give, give, give him, give him a, a definition, because you're a good dude. So give him a good uh, definition of a good dude. Uh, a man with a a man with a plan, a vision, and he's actively aggressively um, making strides towards accomplishing his goals. Um, somebody who has a heart. You know, it's not easy being an alpha man. Somebody who has a heart and, and has an idea of what being a man is like. You got to be pursuing something. You got to have goals. You got to be accomplishing. You got to be checking boxes off your list continuously. Somebody who's not going to be out here making a woman look crazy, going to take care of her, going to be considerate, you got to know how to... And you a man, you got to be intelligent, you got to be smart, uh, you got to be on your game, you got to be funny, and <laughs> we ain't even going to put looks in it, but it's a lot of things that a man got to no. do just to be... Yeah, uh, just to get yeah, I, this is what I don't understand. Go ahead, Jeff, and then I go. Go ahead. Uh, I, mean, I, <clears throat> I would agree with everything that I just said. Um, I think um, you know you got to be on a purpose. You got to have your purpose. Uh, if somebody gets up and you know goes about their business every day, uh, if you're a father, you know you got to be active in your kid's life. You got to you know. You got to raise them the best you can, even if you're not with, you know, with your kids. Um, You you know, if you're in a relationship, you know, you got to put your woman, you know, you got to make time for your woman. You know, um, I mean, it's a laundry list. It's a lot of things. Hey, I got a question for you. Now, now, we're going to do the opposite. Now, what you think in your mind is a good woman? For me to be a woman who understands how a man ticks and, and understands what it takes to, you know, make for me personally, a woman with intuition, intelligence, and uh, action, uh, anti-lazy, 
you know, don't you can't be lazy. I want to see you doing a lot of the similar things that I'm doing. I want you to have ideas. I want you to have goals. Um, but the main thing is be smart, be intuitive, be caring, and um, play your position. Cause we can't. Ain't nobody gonna win the champ. Ain't no team winning the championship without everybody playing their position to the max. So whatever that position might be with whatever man it is, you got to figure that out and push it to the max. The same way you want him to do it. If it's just sitting at the house, keep cleaning and cooking and giving them some top when he get home. Mm. And if, if all he wants to do is, you know, certain things like that, then you better be Emerald Lagasse in the kitchen. You better be Superhead. You better be a porn star. You know, you need to push it to the max. You know what I'm saying? And whatever it is, whatever particular man you're dealing with, it's up to you to figure it out. Figure it out. Best way to compliment him, and he'll compliment you. What you think, Jeff? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with all that. Um, you know, the only thing I would add is, you know, um, a woman should, you know, a good woman will always think about things from a man's perspective as well as you know, her own, so that when she, you know, because women are, you know, they, they, they base things on their feelings, you know, she's not, you know, she's not out there accusing you or doing things that would be, uh, you know, once, if she, if she doesn't think about it from a man's perspective, she's not, you know, she won't, um, you know, try to accuse you things um, without, you know, without looking at it from your point of view, so. Is, is jealousy is jealousy having somebody jealous of you is that good or bad I mean jealousy is uh, gonna be natural um it, it's gonna be a it's just it's an emotion that it's gonna be unavoidable in certain cases so I'm not gonna say being jealous is bad but the way you act on your emotions is what's going to determine if your jealousy is bad or not. Um, if you jealous, you start an argument because of that, then yeah, it's bad. If you jealous or something and you see what's making you jealous and then you look at yourself and say, how can I improve myself? Then it's good, you know. Um, so it really just depends on how you process that emotion and what actions you put behind it. The process gonna determine if that's good for you or not, and your spouse. How you feel about? It? I don't, you know, I, I don't care if someone's jealous of me. Um, now, if we're talking about being in a situation in a relationship and your woman is jealous, or you're jealous of her, now I was when I was younger. I remember being in a relationship with a young lady and I was jealous of her because I was out there doing my dirt. So I started getting jealous of her thinking that she was doing her dirt. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but you know, that's the only jealousy that I, you know, that I would say, uh, would, I would really be affected by, but you know, if someone was jealous of me, I really wouldn't care. I mean, that's something that they'd have to deal with. But jealousy is a woman that you like and you care about. Then anything she do, 
is gonna, you know, that that energy is gonna come to you, and how you deal with it is gonna, make, you know, you're gonna have to deal with it one way. If you just let it roll off of you, that's one thing. But just like the a one drip of uh, water on on your forehead, one every minute for after two three hours is gonna start messing with you. After you know situation after situation after situation, she just filling the tub up, drip by drip by drip. So, nah, I don't think it is. As a man, you know, we don't get a chance to. I'm in a communications class right now. Men, we tend to avoid where a woman in a relationship, she will bring her problems to the front. So you're like, why don't you want to talk about it? Why don't you want to talk about it? Like, look, chill, chill. I ain't trying to talk about it. That's how it normally go. You know what I'm saying? So, um, nah, I, I. So, so men, so women are for because women are emotion, emotional. So when when emotional things come up, they the master of that. But men, we are logic. We 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 thinking shit through. How we gonna do this? How how we plan to do this? What we thinking? So we making we we trying to, in our mind we trying to process how we gonna work this shit out. We you know the emotion shit is already goddamn gone. It's fucked up. Oh, it's fucked up, man. So we got to get it done. So why, why, why talk about? I'm like this. I'm already talked about. Now I don't want to talk about it no more. I need, I need to do something about it. And if it's not, if you can't help me do nothing about it, ain't no use to me explaining. I agree with you. You get to a point where it's time to avoid talking. It's time to start doing. Yeah. That's, that's what. Most men are really geared towards just, you know, hardwired and a woman, she wanna know, well, why did you do it? Why did you do that? I don't even really care why you did it. I just know you did it. And I'm just gonna go off of that. This what you did, okay, this how I'm moving. Don't worry about why. So, yeah, that's just a big difference between men and women. And we gotta, I feel like as a man, it's still gonna, it's gonna be a greater part of our responsibility to be able to mediate a lot of situations as far as communication between each other because we do have the logic. You know, we can't let the emotion outweigh the logic. So at the end of the day, it's still going to be a big responsibility responsibility on us. Yeah, and then say, Joe. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, you know, that's, 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 you know, that's everything said in a nutshell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when we turn around and find something. Hey, let me ask you another question. Do you think the women today is loyal? They do they have any loyalty? Or do they do you think they know what it means? Hell yeah, they got loyalty. Hell yeah. Um there's so many good women out here, man, that I'd be surprised. I meet so many good women, man. It'd be hard to choose. Wait, but look though, but you got to realize something. <clears throat> I tell this, I tell Jeff this. It's a difference between the women down south and the women up here. I'm telling you, bro. Down south girls, man. These down south girls ain't too. I've been in the South all my life. I'm from Arkansas. Now I live in North Carolina. And yeah, you know, 
at, at one time in the South, we was listening to the North, you know, the East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. But we've been sitting back watching the rest of the country. We learned from the whole country before we really started getting our shine. Yeah, but... I'm going to tell you but, one thing. It's some good women down here. Yeah, I, that's what I said. I said because... Me, me living up here for a minute, I could tell the difference in the women. You know what I'm saying? The difference between country down, and then they said, "Yeah, they dumb as hell." Do you do? Is country women down there dumb as hell? Because that's what a woman would say. There ain't none of them down south hey, girls. That you want to, but these boys down south happy too. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? These boys down south happy, man. I'm telling you, man. They, they ain't nothing like a good country woman, man. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, I always had fun with a up north woman, though. They they very intelligent. They very intuitive. They get straight to it. And that's the difference between a down south woman and an up north woman. An up north woman, she she's gonna tell you to pull it out. You feel me? Um, a down south woman, she gonna be like that, but. She gonna cook, you know. But 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 you got clean. the she but gonna... but it, it, what I look at is they're more spiritual, in tune and connected with you. That oh man, you hit it on the head. You know, but down south always been like that. You know, uh, it's a it's like a mysticism down here, and that's that's a positive and a negative for our mentality down here. Uh-huh. We just now getting more realistic, and you know. In these late years or you know the 2000s we get way more realistic but um, I remember you couldn't wear regular clothes to church you had to wear a suit you walk up in the church with a suit or uh, with some jeans on that throw you out mm. so you know nowadays you know the women down south they, they way more in tune you got social media so they can see everything just like anybody can yeah they learning from they, they learning the corrupt way from everybody else <laughs> They learning that. They learning, it. and I ain't gonna tell you. I ain't gonna lie to you. When you find one down here who corrupted, she bad, right? It, it, it's a it's a very bad situation. Cause all that spirituality and all that stuff that's good, you know. If she if she a hundred points over here on the positive side of the spectrum, then she gonna be a she can easily go to a negative one fifty. So. Um, but now overall, man, these down south women so good, man. Uh, but then, like I say, no matter where you go, it's it's it's, it's holes everywhere. No, no, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm saying. I know it's good girls everywhere, but it's a dip for me. It's a different connection. You know, I've been. <laughs> you be this. I ain't gonna say no. I don't want none of my fans to get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I think you know, girls are loving on more girls, and boys are loving on more boys up here. So, you know, so it's, it's a trip. Been progressive historically, they've been so called progressive end of the country. And then make still, and, we down here, we still in tune with values, old school values. This is what I understand, yo. It be some bad. I be going down and being around bar. It be some badass girls. They be badass, and then they sitting up there with another girl, and I'm like, wow. This shit. I'm talking about the girl be so beautiful. I'm like, wow. What did she do? But here's the thing about what these lab, these girls, man. What they end up telling you after they get their woman-to-woman experience, they will tell you personally 
that ain't what you want because now you got to deal with what we've been dealing with. And you find out it ain't easy as you thought it was. They cheat, they argue, and you can't call the police and say he hit me. Y'all just going to have to fight. Y'all bleed together. You what? You want two people? Two two people bleeding together. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it bet you got to see her blood. She got to see your blood. You know, no. I don't understand. That's why I said I don't under. I don't understand that mindset. That you know, women, women connect like that, and they say because because another woman can know what another woman wants. But we supposed to be opposite. We supposed to be opposite. Opposite. Why you want somebody just like you? But at least put one man. Y'all can stay together. But just at least add one man. In no, you can't stay together. Okay, God ain't playing that. Gee, you you can stay together. Just, just add me, mm, and I'll gee. take both of y'all, and I'll be the man in the house. Mm. Nah, I'm just playing. Hey, hey, and each of us have. Yes, yeah, so both of y'all have a different bedroom, so I can come knock on the door on each bedroom. Yeah, old girl on her period this month, so I'll be over there after a while. <laughs> hey, old girl on her period this month, I'll be over there after a while. Shit, nigga, be by. You know, all the, at the end of the day, it's about nation building. Yeah, shit, you, you gonna build some that. nation with two girls? <laughs> shit, that's know. what. Yeah, but I, I mean, but I, to me, my own personal is look at it in my own opinion and what I see and we living in colonialism black men don't supposed to have no one woman we 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 hold on to that but it be killing us and because it it ain't in our DNA have one woman that's why it's the reason why I said this that's exactly why I said it about uh at least add a one man to the situation. Um, the thing about a woman is she can fly places that a man can't fly. You're a black man, especially because automatically you're going to intimidate people by your presence and your energy. When you walk in the room, a lot of times they're going to start talking. They're going to change the subject. If you get you a good woman or two, they got their mind right. Then you can send them out in the places that you can't go and they can handle certain things that you can't handle. At the end of the day, it's all about being a team. Getting yeah, yeah that's what it's all about, being a team. You know? And um, once y'all connect and be a team, but it's always, it's, it's always envy, jealous, and somebody on some slick shit. You know? Just wear how I wear, you know? But hey, that's what they do. You know? You know, it, you, I just wanted to stop by and give the people a little small talk. And, just, you know, just like we ain't heard nothing from y'all in a while. So, you know, we just wanted to give out. Y'all got anything y'all want to say to the people before we roll out? Man, just stay positive and um, do what you got to do. Take care of your children. Set goals. Do everything you can to accomplish them. And when you get tired... That's when just know that when you start getting tired and when you get worn out, that's when the blessings right behind that door. That's all I got to say. Yes, sir. Keep pushing. Be realistic about the things that you want. Peace. Yeah, and we want to thank all y'all for listening, man. We appreciate it.
We might have a little more small talk, man, point of views and stuff. You know, if you got an itch, we said something to make you scratch on the itch, think about it. We just throwing, blowing, smoke in the air. So we want to thank y'all. We appreciate it. And maybe we'll do this again. That being said, peace. Then I drop it, then I, then I 